And now, live from the shadow of America's mountain, this is Rocky Mountain Revival Radio. <laughs> Welcome to Rocky Mountain Revival Radio. I'm your host, Heath, and with me tonight are my amazing co-hosts, Michael and Lily. Michael, how you doing today? You know, Heath, one thing comes to mind. What's that? Serving the, serving the Lord is, is, a, is an adventure, and I'm glad to be here with you guys today. Well, we're glad you're here as well. <laughs> Lily, how are you doing? I'm really well. You're How really are you well? doing, Heath? That was like <laughs> short, sweet, and brief for you. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. Thank you, though. <laughs> we are so glad to have you joining us tonight on this very special second season episode. You know, I can't get tired enough of saying second season, guys. Thank you so much for helping us get to our second season. Tonight, we have a very special guest who's going to be joining us here in a little bit. Uh, we have brought Dr. Donna Grant Wilcox back as part of the Ambassador Serving Christ series. So we are just so excited to get Donna with us this evening. And before we do that, though, we, of course, have to get a few housekeeping items out of the way. First and foremost, check out rmrr.live for all the latest information and updates about the show. There is, of course, the contact us form to submit feedback, comments, suggestions, to be a guest, recommend a guest. Heck, we don't care. Just use the form if you want to contact us. And, of course, if you need prayer, there are two ways we can partner with you in prayer. The first, of course, is the prayer request form on the website. The second is going to be emailing us at prayer at rmrr.live. And while you're on the website, of course, be sure to check out the Linktree link, which has all the socials and all the stuff. And of course, um, if you're watching on YouTube and Rumble, we just ask you guys like and subscribe because you guys are not smashing that bell down there and you need to. You need to. Hmm. Get notified when we release stuff. That's that's how that subscription button works, guys. And, of course, follow us on Facebook for all additional content and information that I don't post on the website because occasionally there are some of those things. And if you like the show and the show's content and feel led to donate to us today, there is, of course, links to do so on the website. The show's description down below, and for those watching on your screen, there is also the new Tithely app, guys. You can either download the app or the website, and there will be a link not only for uh, or an option to select for Rocky Mountain 5 Radio, but you can also donate to our guest today, to Dr. Donna Grant Wilcox. There is an option through the Tithely app to do that as well. So any of those uh, tithes are flagged for that. We will make sure that Donna gets those. And... We do have an amazing show. I just, I, I'm so excited to get Donna on. And, and of course, if you like the show and you love Donna, then we encourage you to share it with your friends, your family, your coworkers, your next door neighbor, because sharing is caring, guys. Absolutely. That's right. And with that, before we get into today's show, we have a couple quick commercial advertisements today, don't we, Michael? We do. And we do. I just thought it was fitting, you know. Uh, with a spiritual mama in the house, getting ready to minister the word of the Lord um, and represent <clears throat> represent this series amazingly, just like Uncle Mark did last time. Um, I'm st- I'm with that. I think it's a great time to talk about with love custom crafts. That is a great time and a great connection there. And of course, if you guys have been listening for a, a minute or two, then you know that With Love Custom Crafts is one of our favorite partners uh, with my good friend Kenzie, who is making all of these things by hand. She's a small Christian business. Um, gearing products towards women, of course, but with Father's Day just around the corner, guys. Uh, she does have some Father's Day products, so if you're looking for a last-minute Father's Day gift, head on over to withlovecustomcrafts.com and, of course, tell Kenzie hi when you place that order. And next up, we do have the Bytag commercial. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yeah. Hey, you know, and I was just thinking, you know, I think I'm 
you know, Donna was showing us this picture of her and her two pups there. Right. And I'm not sure about those names. Maybe we'll get that from her in a, in a moment when she's on. But I bet those pups could use a bite tag. I bet Guys, they could bite too. R R R M R R Ermer and Waymaker Ministries are partnered with Bite Tag. Bite Tag is the safest, most advanced pet tag on the market. It allows you to create a personal profile for you and your pet when scanned. If they did get away, and someone scans them, you will get a notification that your pet's tag has been scanned. It also gives the scanner the option of notifying the pet's owner that the pet has been found, and the tag uses GPS tracking to notify the owner of their pet's location. There's no monthly or annual service or subscription fees, and Bite Tag puts your privacy first. Guys, you get 15% off when you enter in on the promo code RMRR15. That is correct. Is that it there for that one, buddy? Actually, also, make sure to check out the new Bite Tag slide, which attaches directly to your pet's collar, so it's not one of the jingly things. It's actually right there on the collar. Um, a little uh, less risk of getting caught on things or making a lot of noise if you've got an issue with that. Um, but definitely a new innovation for Bite Tag, so check that out. Uh, Shop.bytag.co is going to be that website. And after you do, slide on into Heath's DMs and let him know you got that. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, right. He'll love that. That was smooth. That he, was will, smooth. he will love that. He will love that. I for sure. All right. <laughs> I couldn't hold that one together. I love it. Lily, what's our next commercial? Our next commercial, you guys, is the Redemption Squad commercial. So let's just slide on over into our next commercial. I don't know how to transition if into that one. Yeah. <laughs> we got a minister. If you have a bite tag on, Someone will know where you're at. <laughs> there you go. Right. Get yeah. bite tag for all of the Redemption Squad folks. Hey, Zach and Melissa. Yes. <laughs> we got a deal for you. Yeah. For all the miners going out to minister, bite That's tags right. are issued. That's right. They, they will not oh, get wow. lost with bite tag. <laughs> okay. So anyways, our next outreach is tomorrow. <laughs> we are going to be meeting at Radiant Church central campus tomorrow at 10 a.m. to go over the game plan together and take communion and tomorrow our outreach will be also be partnering with another church in the area the colorado springs area jesus church so if you go to jesus church and we go to radiant church if you're just here and you don't know where to go you should join us tomorrow at 10 a.m. for redemption squad where we'll be in getting out some provision boxes full of food and hygiene products and whatever God called us to. All so, right. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. That is, again, Tuesday, June 13th, which is weird that we're doing it a weekday, and none of us knew why, but it is a weekday, and we're doing it, so be there. <laughs> and finally, guys, Valentine Comfort Shoes. And honestly, you know, if you're hiking, you need to hike on over <laughs> to Valentine Comfort Shoes. If you're a biking. Yeah, you need to bike over. Yeah. To I mean, and lots of people do that in this side of the woods here, too. There's bikes That's right. everywhere. That's right. Matter of fact, bike on over. wheelchair, you can roll on over to Valentine Comfort Shoes. <laughs> if you're on a trike, <laughs> trike on over to Valentine yeah. Comfort Shoes. If you're walking, walk on over to Valentine walk Comfort Shoes. Walk that way. Walk Walking. that way. <laughs> 
I thought we yeah, already said if you're hiking. Hey, two different things. What's, what's hiking, the difference? Hiking, you're going up the mountain behind us. You know, it's so. the difference. It's the difference between Garden of the Gods, anything, and being in the mountains. Right, and it also okay. makes a difference on the sh on the footwear that your feet are wearing, whether you're hiking or walking. I would hope so because okay. if you're not okay. wearing Valentine comfort shoes, you're uncomfortable. That's right, guaranteed. That's right. That is true. So, uh, the moral of the story: no matter how you're getting there. Get on over to Valentine Comfort Shoes because that's where your feet are going to find relief. And as we've mentioned many times before, it's not only the soles on your feet, but it's your actual soul that's going to get some comfort at Valentine Comfort Shoes because Sean and Amy would love to partner with you in prayer about whatever's going on. So stop in, yeah. say hi, tell Sean and Amy that Rocky Mountain Revival Radio sent you, get some prayer, get some Valentine Comfort Shoes for your feet, and I guarantee you, you'll thank us later. Right. If you need deliverance for your soul or for your feet, <laughs> let's cast some demons out. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, with that, um, I think we Amy's will move gonna love us. <laughs> Amy will love us. Um, let's, let's bring on um, our amazing guest, Dr. Donna Grant Wilcox. You guys know her. You love her. Um, she is involved in all kinds of things. She's um, a counselor. She's written book um she's involved with all kinds of other organizations to just do some mighty things for the kingdom so ladies and gentlemen please welcome dr donna grant wilcox I'm here. <laughs> there she is. Welcome, Donna. You guys are so funny. <laughs> I'm glad we were we were trying. <laughs> I just first need to address the the pup thing. My little dogs, um, as we say in the South, dogs. Um, <laughs> they're very precious and um, crazy, and they've got this chip. That's been put in. Um, I don't know if I'd have to. I, I need to find out with that bite tag if that would interfere with that or just be an additional two because that sounds like a good option to have an additional two because they don't wear a collar. Oh, hmm. lost my ear thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> they don't wear. They don't wear a collar. They don't even get to go outside on natural gas uh, grass unless it's like something special because they have an underground turf thing that they go out on <laughs> oh wow we have very oh, wow. you know pampered pups it's no I, I would all. i would i would not have gotten pampered at all out of that boy, mm, boy. <laughs> yeah i'm a i'm a diva when it comes to my dogs <laughs> diva for jesus okay <laughs> 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 but I would like to start out with saying something. His forgiveness is immeasurable. Mm, that's Think good stuff. That. His mercy is incomprehensible. And his love is all-consuming. Mm. Isn't that beautiful? Just think about that. You know, I was writing a chapter in my book that had to do with depression. And, and it this is what... It, toward the end of that chapter I was given is my, you know, my forgiveness is immeasurable. 
you know, my mercy is incomprehensible. And my love is all consuming. And so that's kind of what I wanted to start out with because, you know, man, I I have been through it this past <laughs> few months. I think the yeah. last time I was on with you guys, um, it was April the 3rd, I believe. And, um, you know, a lot's happened uh, since then. My sister... She got scammed by two different roofing companies in Florida. Wow. Yeah, and she's uh, on disability. She has some health problems and mental health challenges due to some things she's been through. And uh, the, the county paid two different companies that went out of business within one to three days after getting the money. Oh, wow. So her roof was lit. There was a little, literally rain coming down her walls. Um, oh. that they, yeah, that they didn't fix. So my wonderful husband, uh, ponied up and said, okay, I guess I need to go do it. <laughs> and I wow. started, yeah. And Bob I, the builder, Bob the builder, <laughs> that's what he does. And he, he, he can't fix it. I'm sorry. I love that. It's true. Yes. I'm an can. early 2000s kid. <laughs> You can't <laughs> expect me not to do that. <laughs> I, I, no, baby, you do it all the time. Um, my uh, Hannah Grace, my oldest grandgirl, is a, a, a early 2000 child. So, yes, yeah, she always looked at Bob as Bob the Builder. But uh, we got we packed everything up in our uh, truck camper, and he needed to take tools. And God showed up. You guys, I mean, um, I started to go find me for just because some friends convinced me you need to do this, Donna, you know, because I was just going to do it however I needed to do it. And people blessed me that I I just was so grateful for y'all. Everyone that blessed me that way, you blessed my sister. You you gave glory to the Lord. My sister loves Jesus. Wow. She she wakes up praising him. She praises him all the, all day, and she goes to bed praising him, and she prays for everything and everybody. Wow. <laughs> so, That's awesome. And, and it was really neat to get up, and like we'd get up to get ready to go do stuff, and it was really hot in Florida in May. Fleas. Oh, my word. I don't even want to talk about fleas because I, it, the fleas that my dogs got, they never had a flea in their life. And I take him to Florida, but um, the the Lord just showed up, and um, it was so sweet to like come in from something or get up in the morning, and I'd hear my sister praying, and it just wow. yeah yeah it it blessed me because many people criticized my sister um, because she stayed with a husband that had turned to drugs, and she wouldn't leave him. But she prayed about it, and she felt like the Lord told him, told her not to go, that she was to be with him. And when he passed away, you know, she was with him. So uh, she did what the Lord called her to do. She said, Donna, you know, when he wasn't on drugs, he was so good to me, and he never cheated on me, never did anything like that. And why would I leave? Well, so for her, since he wasn't, you know, a, a mean if you will, you know, uh, out mm -hmm. of control type of person, you know, in that way, um, right. with, toward her, that is. Um, 
Now, there was times she would come in and her furniture would be taken down to the lake and thrown in the lake. So, you know, it was just the drugs. <laughs> I know. I know. It's She has some testimonies, let me tell you. But though she can't get out much, what I want to say to you listening out there who you're challenged health-wise, okay? You have some issues health-wise. It don't mean you can't serve God. You can pray. You stay in faith about your own health, but while you're doing that, pray for others. You know, that makes a huge difference, and that's a ministry within itself. So many times people will say, I'll pray for you. And you know when you walk away, they ain't going to pray for you, <laughs> right? Come on. But I'm sorry. I know who's going to pray for me and who's not. Uh, and yeah. I, I just know. So when someone comes to me and says, you know, Donna, will you pray for me? I do it right then. Mm-hmm. And then I make sure I write their name down later so that I can I can always keep their name so I can call their name out to God. You know, God, you know what's going on. I, you know, commit this back to you. But but first, my first moment to pray is right then, if it's if it's possible at all. And I don't care if it's in the middle of the post office. I've been known to do it. OK, so doesn't matter to me where it's at. Um, and I'm real good in King Supers, too, at Walmart at praying. Um, there you go. Yeah, they call me the praying customer, at the one I go to. Over. <laughs> <laughs> because people will just automatically just see me, and I'll be smiling, and they'll come up to me, and all of a sudden they start telling me, you know, what's going on, and, and it's not a good thing. So so we, I say, well, let's just pray right now, you know. Let's just start believing right now. And and then if I feel like they may need to make some changes, you know, I, I say, listen, I want you to pray about these things. Bring them before the Lord and see what he says to you. But you got to know his word. And I've got Bibles that I can hand out to them and stuff, you know, if they don't have a Bible. And I always keep things like that in my car. And I just want to encourage you, you know, there are so many things you can do regardless of your status in life or your challenges in life. And I, I just, I just want to bring that out and, and just say that and just let you know you are not useless and you're not unable to serve God because you're in a difficult situation. But you got to get your eyes off yourself. That's definitely. Amen. Yes, that is that is I, incredible. I, Go ahead. I would even add, Donna, and I know this is gonna I know this is gonna bless you because it blessed me when I was told this. Jesus knows the heaviness of the cross you have to bear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He 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 knows. I mean, yeah. whether through consequence and his permission or you know, however that all worked out in the scenario. Some people, he knows some people have, you know, thousand pound crosses, 500 pound crosses. And, 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 um, what's amazing about your sister is she willingly chose a heavier cross. Yes, she did. Yeah. And she didn't have to. Yeah. She, she, and, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was also thinking about the, um, opening story you opened with, um, your sister, about how she got scammed. It reminds me of um, Proverbs 10, verse 2. I was meditating on it this morning. It says, ill-gone gains do not profit. Mm. So 
those scammers will not gain anything. But no. righteousness delivers from death. Amen. And as it was people yeah. like you and Bob who came through, the righteous ones who delivered her from that deadly situation. Yeah, And you know, and the cool thing about that too is I have friends that it's a girlfriend that I, I worked with at the call center in Sprint 20 years ago. And um, she was a secretary for the call center. So I didn't, for the uh, uh, general manager. So I didn't see her a lot, but there was something about her I just loved. And we just kind of connected, stayed in touch. And she's come to see us in Colorado with her husband and she lives in Fort Walton. So she drove two hours with her husband and they would work days with my husband. And then a young man, 21 years old, 22 years old, Patrick Collins, uh, Mark and Tina Johnson were their names. And but Patrick Collins, this young man who lives in his family, lives in Colorado Springs. And actually, they went with us to the Mario Murillo uh, Crusade. And uh, her son ended up in the Air Force at Herbert Field, which is where I was a drug and alcohol counselor for oh, a wow. number of years. So Patrick is there. And here we are from Colorado and we're in the Panhandle area. And he drives two hours to come help us as well. And, you know, he was like three years old when we first met him. And, and but he grew up knowing who we are and they would come to visit once in a while. But he, a young single man, you know, wow. just coming to help. <clears throat> yeah. That's amazing. You, you know, know, we, we are the hands. the mouth, the feet of Christ. But what are we doing with it? You know, I am really been, I mean, I, I ministered while I was there at a church. They'd asked me to come minister. And I mean, it just hit me. I mean, I preached that morning. It was <laughs> like, well, how are we praying? You know, like David prayed. Let, let's get real. When David prayed, I mean, those Psalms, smite my enemies, take them out, kill them. You know, I mean, he was like, God, I'm your, ma I'm your man, okay? I, I belong to you. They're coming against me, so they're coming against you. And, and the Lord, but then in the end of that psalm, of all those psalms, what would he do? Oh, Lord, oh, you're my Savior. It's in you I trust. You are worthy to be praised, you know? And I think about that. He gets it out. Okay, because God knows what he's thinking. Okay, he knows everything, right? We belong to him. He knows what's in our heart. He knows what, we, what we're thinking. So why don't we pray like we think and just give it all to him? Just let the happiness out. You know, like you were talking about the thousand pound cross. Let it out. Give it to him. Mm -hmm. And then end with, oh, but God, mm. you're my redeemer. You're my rock and my everything. In you, I will trust. In no other. Some will trust in horses. But I Some trust in you. That's right. Yep. But I'm trusting in you. So I really got um, on fire about that. I just really felt just <laughs> like, you know, and, I, and see, I pray like that. So it kind of justified my prayer life. Um, which was wonderful because <laughs> I'm like, Lord, they are messing with me and I'm your daughter. Okay. You know, I mean, I have had people who have said things that were not true about me, even in my own family. And 
you know, you want to retaliate, don't you? Come on. You want, you want to get back. But then the peace of God comes in you and the wisdom of God. And he says, no, I got this. You're my child. I'll take care of it. And I just love how he comes on the scene and, and he really does give us either the peace just to walk through it and keep our traps shut or, or he does something in a way to where he shows the truth, you know, but whatever it is, we can trust him to do it right. 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 But we got to trust him. We got to trust him. So that's been my burning. Uh, well, <laughs> well, what's so what's so great about everything that you've said so far? There's so many things that I could pick out of there, but one thing I wanted to make sure we, I, you know, focused in on for just a second was the fact that a while back we did a, a the, the the seven mountain series about you know being equipped for the mountain that you're on and that you're engaged in, mm-hmm. and so even if you're in a place as you said you know, where your health doesn't allow you to go out with something like Redemption Squad or Doorbell Disciples or whatever to go evangelize or to go, you know, spread the word at work or, or whatever it is, you can still pray. You can always pray. Yes. And and we know a few people in our life that, that are uh, riddled with health issues, but God's using them in such a way to just pray and pray yes. and intercede and pray. And so, you know, you can, you can have a very successful prayer ministry um, right there from your couch or from your bed or from, you know, as Donna said, from King Supers or Walmart or, you know, wherever <laughs> it is you're shopping. Yeah. Um, because again, if you, if you're out running an errand, um, why not strike up a conversation with the barista at Starbucks or, you know, you see somebody at Walmart that that's highlighted, you know, step over and pray for them, pray with them. Um, it, it, it doesn't cost you anything to be kind and, you know, to exhibit Jesus. Uh, and, and that's what we're all to do as part of the Great Commission is to, to spread the word. And it doesn't have to be like big, long sermons or anything like that. It can just be, hey, you know what? God loves you. It looks like you're having a hard day. Let me give you a hug. Let me pray for you. That's you know, right. it doesn't have to be something grand. And so I just wanted to make sure that, you know, it doesn't matter where you're at. God can use you. Doesn't matter your struggles. Doesn't matter the cross you're carrying. God can still use you. And I think that's the amazing piece of, of the, the story that you've shared so far that, you know, you're out, you're doing that, you know, and, and then to see that, you know, in this case, a family member got taken advantage of, but certainly we can do that here too. You know, if we know of somebody that's been um, <clears throat> taken advantage of or ripped off or whatever, we can step in. That's part of our job as the body of Christ to, right. to help step in and again, represent Christ in that situation to, to give, to help out, to help build, to provide financially, to pray, whatever it is we can do, because we don't have to do it all, but we can at least take part and contribute in some fashion, you know, and I know when it came to your, your roofing adventures, um, I know that there was a, you know, you guys started a GoFundMe to help take care of material costs and things like that, and to allow other people to partake in, in blessing your sister. And that's, and that's the thing, like, we don't want to ever rob someone of, of a opportunity to be a blessing to somebody else. Um, in case in point, I, Ethan and I had an opportunity last week to give a ride for a friend to the hospital. Um, she's got traumatic brain injury and some other things going on with her health. And so she, she called and she's like, Hey, can you give me a ride? And I was like, yeah, not a problem. Glad to do it. And she was like, well, what are you going to charge me for that? And I'm like, I'm not going to charge anything. I'm going to take you to the hospital and I'll make sure you get home. Like if that's what you need. 
And she was like, all right. So we get her in the car and she's like, well, I've decided I, I wanted to bless you. And so I'm going to get you some gas. And I said, well, too bad because I've already got a full tank. So <laughs> I'm not going to be able to take your money today. And she's like, okay, well, then that means I'm just going to have to get creative with something else. And so I get ready to drop her off. And she reaches over and she, with a closed hand, she said, here, this is for you. And I was like, you don't need to do that. You don't owe me anything. She's like, no, no, no. I wanted to do it. And I was like, you know what? I remember a wise person telling me once, don't ever rob somebody of being a blessing. So I will That's humbly right. say, I will humbly say yes and take this, but I'm not, I'm not asking for it. It's not something that I is expected when I do something nice for you. Um, so again, just examples, guys, of things you can do in your own life to be a blessing to somebody else, to help somebody else, to to show up like Jesus. That's right. You know, it makes such a huge difference. And it doesn't have to be, like you said, anything even grandiose. But isn't it interesting how when we think prayer, we think, well, that's the only thing I can do for you. And we almost say it as if at least I've caught myself and been very convicted. That's the best thing we can do for <laughs> right. anybody. Right. Oh, you yeah. know, pray for me any day before you give me a dollar. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God knows I need it. I mean, right. I have cra crazy running through ge these jeans. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, man. And they jump out once in a while. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know and, and when my sister would go out like in the yard or something she'd see someone walk by and it might be someone she knew that was on drugs or that, that did drugs she'd stop them and start telling them what all god was doing and how god blessed his it was blessing her to get her roof done and all this stuff and and she would literally stop them and <laughs> And show them. She brought one man in the house and showed him like stuff that Bobby done. It was just so funny. But it, that was my sister. You know that she's she's just genu genuine and um, loving and just wants people to know when God does something good for her. And you know, I I want the Lord, you know, to always know how grateful I am. You guys. Man, they've got this new program that they run through with psychologists about having a gratefulness a journal. And I'm thinking, well, we Christians have known that for years. Okay. You know, I mean, God has said, you know, with Thanksgiving in our hearts, you know, we make uh -huh. our petitions known to him, you know, and it, how many times does it say Thanksgiving and praise yeah. and gratefulness? Yeah, enter into his courts with Thanksgiving. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. So Thanksgiving is huge to God or he wouldn't say it so much. Right. You know, I pay attention to those things he repeats because <laughs> yeah. I know they're for me. Okay. So, okay. Maybe <laughs> but the really interesting thing, you know, you, you're going and you're doing what you feel God's called you to do. And you feel like the enemy is attacking you. The last week I was there, I had three kidney stones, ended up in ER because I couldn't stop the nausea. Nothing stopped the nausea. And um, ended up in ER the last, I, I didn't have any more stones, but it was the the end, tail end of the whole awfulness. And um, so they had to give me stuff for nausea and, and, and all that. And I was thinking my last week to enjoy being with my sister. My last mm -hmm. week, and what's happening? I'm having kidney stones, and I'm, I can't, I mean, I'm constantly nauseated. I don't know about y'all, but I'd rather have pain any day of the week than nausea. I hate it. 
And um, and and so I'm thinking. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, like, I agree 100%. Yeah. I mean, most mm -hmm. people would just really say, I hate being nauseated. It's just awful. But <laughs> my last week to be with my sister, you know, to, to actually spend a little time. But here's the thing. Because of the past and things that she has been through, she tends to isolate, okay? And if you knew her whole story, which is hers to tell, you would understand why. But it made her get up and, like, talk with, go out and help as much as she could. She couldn't do much, but she uh, would go out and help um, my friend Tina that came. And she helped prepare. Tina would brought all the all, all this food, and Robbie helped, you know, with what she could because I couldn't do it. And normally, I'm the busy bee. I'm, you know, I'm Martha and Mary mixed into one, you know, kind of crazy. <laughs> and um, so I, but so I, and I want to make sure everything's, you know, taken care of. But I couldn't do any of that. I was, I was sat down. Now I'm going to tell y'all something. I know that my God does not bring on sickness okay but mm -hmm. i know i also know this whatever you're going through he knows it and he knew it before you went through it and you'll use it to the good and show the devil just how stupid he is for doing it to you amen yep. to that because amen. see your your body your mind everything doesn't belong to the enemy he doesn't have rights to it so right. so when he comes against us we need to immediately know, wait a minute, this is something foreign that I don't belong in me, okay? This is no, you don't, you aren't my father, you aren't my savior. My savior is Lord Jesus Christ, and, and therefore I will serve him. And I don't know what you're doing, but I'm going to give this thing to God, regardless of the pain that you're in. And trust me, three kidney stones in one week, that's childbirth, giving birth to three children in one week. <laughs> that's what they say that kidney stones are worse than childbirth but um i don't know if that's true or not i you know god had to give me all my babies but uh <laughs> <laughs> i didn't have to give birth to them but i couldn't but um it's just amazing though when i think if you just continuously people just i pray you hear this continuously Give those things over to God that's happening in your life. Let Remind yourself out loud who your father is. That is where it makes a difference. Continuously thank God. If you, the only thing you can thank God for is you've got an indoor toilet, then that's what you thank God for. Right. I mean, honest to God, if you, if you find something, he will show you something. That all the things that you can be thankful for, that because of him, you've got it. And he will increase your bounty in every way when you begin doing that. I've seen it in my own life. I know he will. Well, but with, with gratitude, too, you know, it helps get your mind off of the storm you're in, off of the season you're in. And That's so it right. helps you to refocus on God and to being thankful for those things. Um, I know... I, Early on, when we started um, Rocky Mountain Revival Radio, I did a ministry moment about gratitude and actually keeping a gratitude journal. And, you know, even just something as simple as writing down three things a day you're thankful for. You don't have to come up with a list of 90 things. It can be just three things every day that you're thankful for. And I found in my life that it's made a huge difference. At the end of every day, as I'm getting ready to lay down and, and go to sleep, Ethan and I will pray together. And then 
get him to bed and then I'll get ready for bed and I'll pray again. And then as I'm laying in bed right before I fall asleep, I'm always going through my gratitude list. You know, hey, God, I recognize today that you you provided for every need that we had. It might not have, might not have been all the things I wanted you to provide today because, you know, sometimes those are different things. Um, but you you made sure we had a roof over our head. You made sure we had food in our bellies. You made sure that, you know, we had a car f- with gas in it so we could get to where we needed to go today. You know, you, you made sure that we had clothes to wear today. You know, we have love from amazing little puppy today. You know, whatever it is. And I just run through three or four things every night before I go to bed and just acknowledge, hey, the last thing on my mind tonight is how thankful I am that you showed up for me today. Even if it was in my world, a little thing or a huge thing in my, it might've been food today was a big thing in my world, but whatever it is, I pause and I thank him for that. And I found that going to sleep that way helps you wake yeah. up in a much better mood. <laughs> you oh, know, yeah. you, you start to expect that, Hey, what's God going to do for me today? And That's I started right. asking in the morning before I get out of bed, I thank him, you know, Hey, thank you. that I woke up today. Thank you for this day. Thank you for blessing me. And I can't wait to see what you're going to do for me today and how you're going to show up for me today. And, and that, that gratitude perspective, guys, is such a huge game changer, as Donna was saying. Um, you really start to not focus on the storm. And well, you really... science, I don't mean to interrupt you no, there, no, but ahead. I want to make sure I, I say this because, okay, scientifically, they've proven that someone who begins this gratitude journal, which I do this with couples, I have them every day, three things. Three things, just like you said there, Heath, and it, it, it has shown like a brain over a certain amount of time. And your brain, uh, the cells increase. They begin to increase in number of the ones that you're using, and it shows a, a change. And it's it's really interesting. Uh, the, I wish I had the article in front of me that um, I read in, in um, when I log on to my college but uh it's really was interesting the test that they have done on people that showed a group of people that did gratitude and those that just did what they normally do woke up you know and just did what they normally do and and was never never thought about what to be thankful for that kind of thing it was a completely different um i mean the 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 change of atmosphere the change of everything in their life was incredibly different the um the ones that were more negative it uh their life would even took a downhill slope after a, like a 90 day period and wow. then the ones with the gratitude um journals they begin to increase in friendships uh they had reconciliations they had so many things that happened that was um wow. not expected so yeah it is great great study and um and i believe in keeping up with everything you know that comes up because it just <laughs> proves god you know don't it everything yes. science does it just proves who god is he already said it first you know why why do you think you know the bible says um uh, a merry heart doeth good like a medicine now the very being uh, the cells that we have come out of our bone marrow okay you know and when it is proven that when we laugh it it increases um a positive flow in our bone marrow and in our blood so it actually mm. 
does more than what we even realize. God already said it, but oh, it is big news in the world of science. I'm going to tell you. It is brand new. Well, no, it's not. It's as old as the hills because Jesus said it a long time ago. Oh, and, yeah. Isn't it great when, when the world says one thing and then just proves God's word? I love that. I love that, too. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and I, I don't shut up about it either. I'm like, <laughs> good. I tell I tell my colleague friends that are doctors. Uh, guess what? Everything God <laughs> told us was right there in that study. Did you see that study? The Lord already told us that. Okay, Donna. Okay, Donna. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing. They're they missing out, Donna. They're I missing know. out. Oh, I'll keep talking to them. They won't miss out. Long yeah, long. <laughs> yeah. You're watching. <laughs> you're walking, talking revival. They're missing out on revival. I've already told him. Now listen, here's here's the deal. When Jesus comes, just go to my house, find any Bible we got out there. Because in there it says what to do when the end times. You're gonna have to have your head cut off, but don't worry about it now. And um and I did that. <laughs> I think I've scared a few into salvation, but it's okay. <laughs> Whatever works. Fear of the Lord. <laughs> Well, as Proverbs say, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, yeah. even if Donna thrusts it into you. That's right. That's right. And I and I have been known to thrust yeah. it in. Yeah, it's I, true. I don't King Solomon, the... Proverbs one seven. Is yeah. there? He, it you is. Know, I, I don't. I don't recall the the scripture saying anything about how you delivered the gospel. It just said you had to uh -oh. go spread it. So yeah. you know, if it's through a fear intimidation tactic of getting your head cut off because you're, yeah. you're left behind, then that that seems like solid doctrine to me. So yeah, and I've and I've told them anything in my house you want, go ahead and take it because you know I'm getting I'm getting a lot of new stuff. So you go ahead. And <laughs> they look at me like I've lost my mind, but I tell them I am dead. Serious. Look at my face, okay? And and, and you know, honest, it's the serious face. Yeah, I I, I can think, tell. I think some of my psychologist friends thinks I'm going, you know, be you know institutionalized one day. But that's all right. Jesus is still coming for me, whether I'm institutionalized or not. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I mean, he met Paul in a prison. What Acts sixteen? He can meet us in institutions. That's right. I believe God is you know, Okay. Really? <laughs> really? The Lord works through you, girlfriend, because here's what, here's the thing. God spoke to my heart when I was praying. My sister was praying for me too before I, I got on um, about mentioning Paul. Now, I, I've been yapping away and I have not mentioned Paul. So thank you, sweetheart. See, you were obeying the Lord. So... <laughs> Here's the thing, you guys. I have um, uh, a chapter. Let me see if I can even look at it. But while I'm looking, I'll, I'll just tell you. It's about Paul, and, and it's about the book of Acts. It goes from the beginning to the end of the book of Acts. And it talks about, you know, Paul's imprisonment, okay, his beatings, whatever happened. Okay, everything that happened to Paul. But what is the thing that you remember that you that you take away from everything that happens. What does Paul do after everything that he faces? He never forget, he never forgets what his mission is. He right. never gets yeah. sidetracked by the by the beating, by the imprisonment. He says, "I must do this. Tell 
who my Jesus is. I must yeah. go to Rome. I must go here. I must go there. Why? Because he's got to spread the word of the living Savior, that he was the worst of the worst, he says. But, you know, when Jesus met Saul and turned him into Paul, there was a revolution that happened. And that man never forgot his mission, even though he had a thorn in his flesh. You could not stop that man from talking about Jesus. I want to be Paul. I I work to be that way. Because there, uh, did y'all hear that ding-a-ling? <laughs> yes, we did. But <laughs> did, Well, my gosh, I don't even know how to turn it off. The ding-a-lings are coming. Okay, so anyway, excuse me. Did I say ding-a-lings? I'm sorry. So, um, oh, good. Okay. All right. All right. I, I'm looking to see where... Uh, um, it might be how bad do you want it, but somehow that, uh, why we struggle, why we, oh, yes. The chapter in my book, why we struggle. We struggle because we don't want to accept what comes, even though we know we belong to God and nothing can happen to us without it going through him first, right? Right. So mm -hmm. our whole life, we struggle because we fight against the pricks and we fight against all those things, the snakes, the vipers that, that attack us. We fight against all those things that God's going to deliver us from in anyway. So instead of keeping our mind on the mission of why we're sent here to breathe and talk, even if you talk funny like me, we, we are fighting against what's coming. You know, I, I laid on the bed moaning, like, just like David. Okay, Lord, you know, I'm so, I love you so much, and yet this is coming against me, and oh, my. <laughs> I was moaning like a little three-year-old, okay? And I, all I needed was for David, to come, uh, King David, to come in the room and start writing his psalms about, Oh, I'm moaning for, over kidney stones, you know, but, but then at the end, I'm going to praise you, Jesus. You know, how sad is it that that we take so much time just not giving what we're going through to God because he already knows it. He knows, like um, Michael said, the cross that we're bearing. He wants us to give it to him. But we spend so much time trying to figure it out, trying to know the why, that we forget it's Jesus is with us. He is in us. He will work through us. He will be the great physician. He will be Jehovah Jireh, my provider. He will be Jehovah Nisi. He will be everything that he says he will be. But we're not giving him that time. We're taking away from it by complaining. Wow. And Paul didn't do that, y'all. Mm. That's, That's good. That is really good. Yeah. So, so something else that, like in Acts 16, he didn't mm. have to go through the beatings and that trial. He was a Roman citizen. And after right. everything is said and done, he says, why did you do this to me? I'm a Roman citizen. And everyone reads that story in the Bible. And it's like, why didn't Paul just speak up? 
It seems like he was just martyring himself, and for what? What was gained of that? Well, the jail, the jail, I can't say that word. The man who imprisoned him, the jailer. Yes. I the can't jailer. say it. The jailer. The jailer. Yes. The jailer. <laughs> hey, baby. The, yeah, the jailer. Mm-hmm. The jailer. Jailer. That's right. You and his entire family was converted because Paul didn't claim entitlement to his own rights that he had as a Roman citizen. As a human being. That's right. He didn't claim them Mm-mm. so and that he, he could save someone. And you know what, Lily? I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Okay, you just got me all excited, girl. Um, and way before all that happened, Paul had said, I must go to Rome. How was he going to get there? What better way to get there than to endure that and then say, Now I am able to go and see the leader in Rome or the Pharaoh in Rome, whatever you call mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. See, so he needed to get to Rome. Way back in the previous chapters, Paul had said, I must go to Rome. And they were like, well, how? How are you going to go to Rome? But he needed to go to Rome in a way to where he could talk to the one in charge so that he could tell him about Jesus. Yep, he needed and a grand entrance. He did. <laughs> and that's exactly what he got in a big way. And, you know, and look at the island of Malta. Right. You know, man, because of what Jesus did through him, everyone was saved in the island of Malta. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? I'm sorry. I, and I know this may may sound strange to some people, but if I've got to go through some stuff to save an island, okay. Right. I'm, tell, I'm going to tell Jesus I'm your woman because why not? Hey, Donna, correct me if I'm wrong. Was that the shipwreck? They they get to the uh, the island on a shipwreck, right? Yeah. So Now, yeah. was that the shipwreck where he prophesies, well, he predicts or prophesies, however you want to view that scripture, that they all were going to die? Yeah. No, that they were all, no one would die. That they would all go safely. They would all be saved. And they would all. Oh, it's the one yes. where, okay. It's not yes. the account yeah. where he, okay, well, there you go. Either way, yeah. because, okay, so on the shipwreck where, um, uh, where he, pro- where he must have been rattled. He and Luke, Dr. Luke must have been pretty rattled because they yeah. prophesied that every, no, every, everyone's dead. And then an angel of the Lord said, said nope, nope, yeah. no, no one's dead here. Okay. Right. So that, that oh, no, shipwreck. It was, yeah, it was the centurion. It went, um, it was the, the guard, the. The one that was put over Paul, he was just distraught The that was in the ship saying everyone is going to die. And the angel appears to Paul and says, there you go. no one is going yes. to die. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So, so because he, not only, okay, now this is an encouraging word. Um, see, you might be experiencing a shipwreck and you might be experiencing inexperienced leaders saying horrible things over you and the crew. However, you're God's man in that scenario, and he's going to send divine, angelic protection and deliverance to get you to that island, even though you might, you know, put your hand in the fire or near the fire and a snake might get you. Now you got the, now you got the miracle of, hey, hey, you're, you're sent out with the gospel. You're sent out on a great commission. No viper is going to uh, stop God in saving this island, right? So That's we're right. we're told we're told that signs, wonders, and miracles 
follow those who believe. We're also told to go out and and do the Great Commission, which is uh, Heath help me. We got deliverance. Okay, we uh, uh, demons raise cast the out dead, demons, raise the raise dead, raise the, the dead. lepers, cast out demons. Less, thank you. Yep. Yeah. So we're we're going in to do these things, and when you go in to do those things, you're carrying heaven's agenda. So even if you do get scared and you may accidentally uh, uh, prophesy or say uh, maybe maybe speak some bad things, you're the you're the Lord's you're the Lord's man or woman of uh, uh, in that scenario. Amen. A- angelic protection comes to those who make who mess up. Angelic oh, boy, protection. Yeah. yeah. And 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 they get to the island and signs, wonders, and miracles follow, and that entire island is saved. Yes. And I got the scripture if y'all would like to hear it. Okay, yes, let's please. Mm-hmm. Please. On yes. the four okay, this is um Acts twenty seven. On the fourteenth night, we were still being driven across the Adriatic Sea, where about midnight the sailors sensed that they were approaching land. They took soundings and found that the water was 120 feet deep. A short time later, they took soundings again and found it was 90 feet deep. Fearing that we would be dashed against the rocks, they dropped four anchors from the stern and prayed for daylight. In an attempt to escape from the ship, the sailors let the lifeboat down on the sea, pretending they were going to be lower, lower some more anchors from the bow. Then Paul said to the centurion and the soldiers, unless these men stay with the ship, you cannot be saved. So the soldiers cut the ropes that held the lifeboat and let it drift away. They had enough, see, God's favor was on Paul that they listened to him. Right. The favor of God comes upon you when you give it all to him in the midst of the hurricane and in the midst of the storm. And you say, I don't know what to do with this, Jesus, but I know that I'm yours and I belong to you. So I'm trusting you. Just before dawn, Paul urged them all to eat for the last 14 days. He said, you have you've been in constant suspense and have gone without food. You haven't eaten anything. Now I urge you to take some food. You need it to survive. Not one of you will lose a single hair from your head. Huh. After he said this, he took some bread and gave thanks to God in front of them. Then he broke it and began to eat. Woo. They were all encouraged and ate some food themselves. Altogether, there was 276 of us on board. And when they had eaten as much as they wanted, they lightened the ship by throwing the grain into the sea. When daylight came, they did not recognize the land, but they saw a bay with sandy beach where they decided to run the ship aground if they could. Cutting loose the anchors, they left them in the sea and at the same time untied the ropes that held the rudders. Then they hoisted the foresail to the wind and made it for the beach. But the ship struck a sandbar and ran aground. The bow stuck fast and would not move, and the stern was broken into pieces. The soldiers planned to kill the prisoners to prevent any of them from swimming away and escaping. But the centurion wanted to spare Paul's life and keep them from carrying out that plan. See that favor of God? You hear that Mm -hmm. favor of God? Okay, this is God's word. This is God's word. I love that. He ordered those who could swim to jump overboard first and get to land. The rest were to get there on planks or on other pieces of the ship. This was this way. Everyone reached the island safely. And then once safely on the shore, that's when everything that happened with Paul getting bit by the stake and the leaders 
coming saying, you know, uh, please come. Our chief is sick. Can you come pray for him? Because they saw Paul as some kind of a God. Well, Paul got to tell them as of the only one true God. It's kind of like when you're in India and and in India, they'll take on any anything as their God, you know, if they believe in Hinduism, if they're Hindus. And um, when you tell them about Jesus, they'll like they will they'll say yes, I accept. But you have to go further and explain. But He's the only God. He's the only one true God. Right. And God will shine a light in their heart on that. You don't have to. I mean, we gave books to the women that that we helped in in India. And uh, it was in their their um, language. It was, and so it was in Hindi. And so when they came back, I remember one day them cut one of my people, and I may have shared this before, but it's worth sharing again. But one of my little women, she was so sweet. She came and she was limping. She had a black eye. She was limping because she was beaten when she came back into the slum and when she went into her tent, she would not um, pay homage to the Hindu gods, um, you know, the little, uh, they had little a temple type things set up in their little tents. And she said, there is only one true God because she had read for herself in her own language that in Corinthians saying, there is many gods, but I am the only one true God. And right. so she decided that Jesus, I was right, that, that I had told her that and that now she had read it and God put it in her heart and she endured a beating in order mm. not, not to um, give homage to any other God but her one true God, Jesus Christ. So what are we willing, people? Seriously, what are we willing yeah. to do? I mean, this world is not getting better, okay? Jesus is coming soon. I believe that like I've never believed it before. What are we willing to endure you know i i've, I've really i really I put that out there and y'all talk you know say what you want to say about this because it has been a burden on my heart now for weeks i have just like god has just given this to me and just made i mean i've been in prayer about it i seriously have been seeking his face even about how i pray just pray honestly pray, pray fervently and when you're done getting it out, give it to him. The maker, the creator of our being. The father, like no other father. The lover of our soul. The person that we get to go boldly before because he made a way mm. by a cross. Mm. Man. Wow. Um, so... We hey Donna and Rocky Mountain Revival Radio crew, we need to agree in prayer with something. The Lord was speaking to me that they're like what Paul Paul was in a dark place, then they had divine intervention, and then he had boldness and faith and declared, and then it got him to the island, right? Well, right. there are there are people either about to enter into a season right. or 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 a scenario in the next season, or they or they're in it right now. And right. we need to pray. We need to impart that scripture uh, for them to believe that, hey, <clears throat> God sends an angel when it's really bad. 
That's right. When it's really bad, God sends an angel. And 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 it is for his glory. It's for his purposes. It's for passive righteousness for his namesake. Yes. And and so guys, let's just let's just join uh I believe that's a word of the Lord for someone or multiple people listening right now uh, that they that they receive this impartation of the word of God. So, Lord, right now, Amen. we just come together. We agree for mm. these individuals who need to be reminded that, yes, that Jesus is Jacob's ladder, that yes. angels ascend and descend. And, Lord, that they would just even lift up their hand and lift up their offering unto the Lord. And that the angel of the Lord would come and intervene, just yes. like the angel came, and, and 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 even in the times of Abraham or Sodom and Gomorrah, Lord, that, yes. that the angels would come and, and and accompany the angel of the Lord, and and they were going in to look and observe and and to do something about it. Yes. And so, Lord, thank you for the angel you sent to Paul. <clears throat> thank you for the boldness of Paul after the visitation, Lord, and that they would know mm-hmm. that these individuals would know that the angel of the Lord did come and visit them because of the boldness afterwards, the boldness to proclaim the boldness to give boldly, the boldness to forgive the boldness to step into their identity Mm. that this would happen by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony in Jesus mighty name. Amen. Amen. You know, and I just want to, I don't know, I just felt checked in my spirit. I just mm. need to pray for Rocky Mountain Revival Radio. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I just felt real checked here. God, I know that you know the needs. Lord, you are all, all powerful. Lord, I know that your word says that we are to go. We are to go, Lord. Make disciples. We are to go, Lord, and spread the word of God. And this is exactly what this station is doing. So whatever's coming against it, we speak to you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You are to flee. You have no rights at all to this radio. You have no right at all to this voice. You have no right at all to Rocky Mountain anything. It belongs to God and we take it back. And we're going to hold fast to it and we're going to proclaim it in the name of Jesus. The needs will be met in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you. Thank Thank you, you, Donna. Donna. Yeah, I just felt like I had to do that. (laughs) When he was praying, I was like, oh, God wants me to pray for Rocky Mountain Bible Radio. So I did. There you go. Well, we we appreciate um, that. You know, God's good, y'all. It's we don't give him credit, man. We just. We look at the circumstances and we get caught up in it because we live in it. You know, Lily hit on it. We live in an entitled world. Yes. And we, without knowing it, we're taking on some of that. And the way we respond and act with our word, with our testimony, with what we don't do when we should do. We are feeding in to that entitlement. And I want to tell you right now, if you feel like that, that's you. You give that to God and you say, God, I am a new creation in you. Let my new creation grow. Show me the way. And if you need help, you call Rocky Mountain Radio. You get in touch with me. You can email me right from my website, DonnaGrantWilcox.com. So email me. Just whatever. I will I will respond. And, 
and I am Same. happy to respond. Yes. We'll so, we'll put we'll put uh, our con- we'll put Donna's contact uh, that she just listed there in the uh, show notes below. Yep. Yeah. And you know, I, I want to say real quick something about Project Rescue that I speak for. You know, COVID was like I mean I hate to even say that word. It was just like an all-consuming thing. I know, but the be- here's the beauty of it. It closed up places that could no longer do what they were doing, trafficking these people. And and to the point where they were calling people from Project Rescue all over the world, wherever they you know knew that they had an, at a place. And they would say, we have some women. Can you come get them? We can't feed them. We can't house them. It became a huge blessing for trafficked Men, women, and children. And so how cool is that? Okay, as bad yes. as COVID was, how cool is that? That's awesome, so, actually. Yeah. So, see, that's what I'm talking about. You guys, we get caught up in the circumstances, and then afterward, we look back, and we hear these things that are facts, and we're like, oh, man, look what Jesus did. <laughs> he, he did show up. Well, that's the thing. He does show up, and sometimes we... We take that, I guess, for granted or don't even stop to think about it sometimes that, you know, he's not the one that's sending the storm, but yeah. he's he's also requiring us to stand in our faith and our salvation, our belief in him to get us through the storm and yeah. to trust that he's got it and he's going to use it at the end for some amazing testimony. And, th- and that's, you know, one of my favorite phrases these yeah. days, this test is going to become a testimony. You right. know, we, yes. we have to go through the test to have the testimony and then we overcome by Jesus blood right. and the power of our testimony Romans That's 12, 11. Right. and so we have to be able to stand in our in our authority we have to be able to come to the throne and Amen. leave it all there as Donna was saying and that's the key you've got to take it to the throne you've got to share yeah. all the stuff with God because he wants you to say hey I'm going through the stuff and I know you know but let me get it out I'm going to leave it right here but that's the key you've got to leave it right there and turn around and walk away and stand in the belief that he's coming he's going to handle it he's going to deal with you know and we've mm-hmm. alluded on the show before about the struggles going on in my life and you know the 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 lack of a job for months and the the financial struggles and everything else and the hardest thing to do for a while was to leave it there and not pick it back up mm. but now but now i i was telling a friend yesterday that you know the interesting thing for me is is that i am sitting in that daniel moment where you know he prayed and fasted for yeah. 21 days waiting for a response and 21 days later here comes the angel and says hey you know we were dispatched on day 1 but we had right. to fight some spiritual battles. We had to fight some stuff to get to you to give you this word. And so I keep thinking to myself, don't be the guy that gives up on day 20. Right. You know, keep praying because how foolish are you going to feel if you gave up on day 20 and you never got you never got your your provision or your word from God. And yeah. so, you know, and I look back now in this season, I'm like, you know, it kind of feels like I'm chasing a carrot, but at the same time, having that hope and the faith is what's getting me through the season, knowing that today could be the day. And if not, then maybe it's, you know, I wake up with the faith that it's, that it's tomorrow. And if right. it's not tomorrow, then I'm going to keep waking up with the faith that it's going to happen that day until it happens. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to pause and I'm going to praise God that he delivered 
And that's the mindset we have to have, guys. We have to give it up. We have to leave it there and then stay in faith. And the other difficult Amen. thing to do in your season is to find the joy. Because the Bible talks about yes. that many times, to find your joy in the storm. Consider it pure joy when you face trials of many kinds. And I'm telling you what, that's the hardest piece of advice to take. Find joy in the middle of my crap storm? Oh, no, come yeah. on. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it is hard to find the joy in the middle of that storm. But guess what? The Bible says consider it pure joy, to find your joy, to keep your joy, to come to the throne with a joyful and gracious heart. And so there's the words of wisdom. Keep the joy in the storm and keep the faith that today's the day for breakthrough and if not yeah. wake up tomorrow with the expectation today's the day it's going to happen today i believe in you lord it's going to happen and he the yeah. reason it says to to find it pure joy is because there's a there's something there's a key to that three-letter word joy it's the joy of the lord is our strength Yes. So if we don't find the pure joy, we yeah, we lose our strength, don't we, Lily? We become this mm -hmm. whipping, wimping little, you know, crybaby that just wants to tell everybody about our problems because we're so weak, we can't hardly stand up. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah, and, and know, speaking of testimonies, I was just, um, I was speaking to a friend yesterday, and she has just been through a hard time, and I was telling her, you know, a testimony is not just how you met Jesus, but it's how you meet Jesus every day. Mm. And it's a story of how God saves you. And when you get to heaven, you're going to have millions of testimonies that you didn't even know about. Right. I didn't know that Angel intercepted that car hitting mine. I didn't know that Angel saved me from falling off a cliff edge when I was hiking. Mm. Right. I didn't mm. know that Angels were holding back the wind in efforts to preserve me mm. from falling down. There's going to be so many stories we have, so many stories that God wrote that we haven't read yet, even mm. in our own life. So, to tack on that point, you're, you're not even going to know the lives you impacted and the testimonies you shared. Amen. Because, amen. you know, mm -hmm. just like Donna going out and praying for that person at Walmart, you know, that might have been the moment that transformed their life. And Donna will, may never know, you know, if that yeah. person received the healing or the blessing or the miracle they were hoping for. But because she stepped out in faith and said, my God is bigger than your problem. And I want to pray with you. I want to stand in agreement with you for the answer to your prayer, for that blessing that you're hoping for. You know, Amen. Donna may never know that that person received the whatever, and that was the first step in a long journey of many more miracles and many more blessings that mm -hmm. added to their testimony. So we don't know when we give someone a kind word, you know, just saying, hey, you look great today, or hey, I love your hair, that's a great jacket, or, you know, even just a little compliment can make a huge difference in somebody Amen. who's struggling with mental health issues. You know, you could be the person that showed up in a kind word and, you know, bought a coffee for someone or gave them a compliment and they were sitting there contemplating suicide but because somebody took the time out of their day to say hey i Praise see god 
I recognize you. I'm doing something to acknowledge that and give you a compliment or buy you a coffee or whatever. That could be the thing that saved their life. And you're never going to know that. So that's the other reason we we need to be stepping out and being Jesus in all that we do and all that we say. We need to speak life over situations. We need to speak life over people and encourage them and build yeah. them up and get out of this self-centered me, 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 me thing Praise and get God. into the people business that's right and you know Heath and Lily y'all right. done it to me again all right so one <laughs> of on. the other one of the other things that was really been on my heart because my sister keeps saying Donna I want you to write a sermon on relationship because she couldn't, <laughs> she couldn't believe that we would come oh over 2,000 miles Praise you God. know to do what we did and and that other people would come and help and she felt like that she was all alone in this world and um you know and we do have a brother and he, he doesn't live far from her but there was no relationship you guys even what we're talking about one of the things that paul and daniel and david and joseph and all of these people in the bible had was a relationship a relationship with god they talked to the Lord they shared with the Lord they lifted God up and they spoke his name and they spent time getting to know him God longs for relationship yes. he wants to be relational with his creation he wants us to have a relationship with him that we can go and do the things and realize the things like Lily was talking about and like Keith was talking about and Michael was talking about to be what we need to be for him. But without that relationship, it's just words and legalism and it's and it's just Ooh. checking off the boxes. Ooh, preach it. <laughs> and you, you yes. know what? I'm sorry, but a legalistic person can come 50 yards from me and I, I, I run. I can sense it. I don't know where they are, but yes. I'm running. So, so because they're just checking off the boxes. And, you can and smell a Pharisee coming. Yes. And you know what, what Jesus said to them? You brood of vipers. You brood of vipers. Yes. And I want to say it every time, and sometimes I have, and I've been in trouble, but it's okay. <laughs> you know, it's okay. She's got, got in trouble, too. It's okay. I know that's exactly what I said when I got in trouble. I said, well, that, that I just acting like Jesus. But, um, <laughs> but, you know, we if we don't have a relationship with God, we become those Pharisees and Sadducees. That, That's right. Yes. That just do nothing but check off the boxes. I don't care if I ever know what the result is of one thing or the other, unless Jesus wants me to know. If he wants me to grow a seed, work because I see that person all the time, that's fine. I'll do it. Right. Because that means, whoo, they're going with me when Jesus comes. Happy, happy am I. So that's fine. But don't do anything with an ideal that you have to know the ins and the outs just go just do just open your mouth and get a relationship with god so you know what to do because people will say to me well donna how, how does that work you know how do you know how to do all these things because i talk to my creator my lord who created this crazy mess i talk to him he talks back to me 
And sometimes it's through his word. Sometimes it's through those crazy dogs of mine. Okay. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's a lot of times it's through my husband. Sometimes it's through my own conviction that Jesus is, you know, Donna, is this really good? And Donna has to say, I'm sorry, Jesus. Okay. You know, I really want that, but I'm sorry. So, but you know, and being willing to repent and turn is about the most precious gift we can have to repent and turn. You know how many relationships would be saved if we would just repent and turn from that thing? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And um, about prayer and relationships, you know, I hear people say they're praying for me a lot, and I appreciate that. But sometimes when the Holy Spirit leads me to, I'll ask them, what did God say? Not mm. just like, what did God say about me or what did God say about the situation, but just general question, what did God say? And often I hear, well, they don't, God doesn't speak to me like that, where I guess he doesn't speak to me the way he does you. And here's the thing, Jesus says, my sheep know my voice. Yes. And you can check off a list of gratitude and supplication and appeals to the Lord. But where are you hearing from him? Because this is a relationship, right? right? I don't like it when people just walk up to me and start lecturing me and don't introduce themselves and yeah. don't even call me by my name. If I want to slap them. Yeah, if I just walked up to Donna, <laughs> I didn't even say. <laughs> if I just walked up to Donna, I didn't even say, hey, Donna, I just started, I need money. And I know you can give it to me. That doesn't sound very nice now, does it? <laughs> Like, you didn't hear enough. <laughs> you wouldn't believe that what Donna would say. Very nice. <laughs> hey, he. In the yeah. last, in the last thirty seconds to forty seconds, we need a, we need a clap sound effect, and we need yeah. to make it rain or some change there sound effect. Go. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and Lily, Lily, just so you know, yeah. are you hearing me, baby? Oh yeah, I have prayed for you, and I'll tell you something. I know that that. <laughs> the Lord wants me to tell you. Um, when I was praying for you after our first thing, one of the things I felt was on the five-year mark, she's going to turn around and look at her life and not be able to stand on her legs. She's going to fall to her knees with all that I'm going to do. So... Wow. That was what I felt when I prayed for you. So I can tell you that. Amen. I can't even talk right now. <laughs> well, maybe, you know, what? oh, I, I have made someone speechless. I am so happy. <laughs> I don't, I, people have made me speechless before, but I ain't going to tell you how. But um, Praise God. Thank you for sharing yeah, that with me. I, I, and you I've made my meaning, day in my life. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've been meaning to... Uh, contact you and let you know that and i feel really guilty right now that i have not so i'm gonna have to pray over that but uh so forgive well, don't me for feel not. guilty don't do that i know <laughs> i but you know how us humans are um we get our human brain going on but li just listen to me baby yeah. i don't know what the mark is god says five years from the mark so i don't know what that mark is you do but i don't you're going to turn around at that fifth year from that mark 
whatever that means. And you're going to be so amazed. You're not going to be able to stand on your feet. You're going to be on your knees thanking. Hmm. Praise the Lord. Well, I'll be so, in prayer about what that means. Yeah. It must. I think it means a day. You know, I've been a Christian for three years. So okay. I haven't had a five-year mark with that relationship with Jesus yet. Oh. And um, I'm wondering if it's related to that. <laughs> it could be. It could be. And we'll party. Yeah. Party with Jesus. Me and you. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and, you know, that's another thing. Celebrate Jesus, people. And if you don't know how to do this, you know, if you think I've had an easy month, you're wrong. But if you can come out celebrating Jesus in the midst of it, you know, we, we've talked about, you know, just go and, 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 and be God's mouth, be God's feet, be God's hands. You know, like I love Redemption Squad. Okay, Melissa and Zach, whoop, them I mm, love them, love them, love them, and um, and I see the things that they do, and I love that. And um, there's many people that don't know how to even get started doing that, but you know, God will give you the wisdom. But when you start celebrating Him, that's when He begins to celebrate you back and open open up the eyes, open up the eyes, let you see what you need to do. Let you see where you need to start. We don't have to start big, start small. You know, what is that in the book? It, it, wait, isn't in Ecclesiastes, don't, uh, what's the word? Don't despise small beginnings in right. Ecclesiastes. Oh, yeah. yeah, there's a reason for that in the Bible. A lot of things start small. Yes. And then they blow up because God lets them. But you know what? It's got to be on his time. So the blessings and the favor can still be over you, can still be covering you. The humility, the the mm. lack, the, you know, less of you, more of Jesus, less of you, more of Jesus. Um, You know, I just I, there's a song that I just love. It's from uh, Crowder. Good God Almighty, I mm. hope you find me praising your name no matter what comes. Oh, and I, when my grandkids are here, I'll make them do that part. He is good. He's good. He is God. <laughs> He's God. <laughs> he is good God Almighty. And mm. he is, you guys. Yes. But if we keep seeing the problem, and if you are listening today, and if all you're going to want to do is see the problem. You sure don't want to come to me as a counselor, okay? Because I will tell you straight up what the problem is, okay? And if you keep your eyes on the problem, and if you decide, oh, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. You know what? Those two words can destroy a future for you. Why don't right. you give it to God and let him decide what you can do? Because there's power in the words that we speak over ourselves and over our situation. So whatever you're speaking, you know, I can't do this. I'm not strong enough for this. I'm not. Then you're going to keep finding more of you can't do it and you're not strong enough to do it. But if you yeah. start saying that I am overcoming, Amen. I am full of God's favor. I am, you know, I am whatever is yes. such a powerful thing. When you think about that in the context of the Bible, you know, God spoke into creation. 
Yes. God spoke yeah. saying, I am this, you know, whatever. So again, there's power to the words we choose to speak. You know, and Donna mm-hmm. was talking about problems. One of my favorite stories to tell when I was younger, my my dad loved John Hagee. And if you want to get yelled at from a good uh, Southern preacher, Texas preacher, then listen to John Hagee because he, he yells when he preaches. But one of my favorite sermon series <laughs> was called Promise Problem Provision. And he was it basically the, the concept is, you know, looking at the Israelites leaving Egypt, you know, they had a problem. Well, God made him a promise that they he was going to take them out. He was going to mm-hmm. give them, you know, get them set up in a new land and they were going to be blessed and see favor and all these things. But they had to go through the problem first. So God, God made the provision of the promise but he had to put them through a problem and their problem was being in the wilderness. Now, if you look at a map, it's not a very long journey from point A to point B. It's not. It's not 11, they, 11 days. Yeah. It but been. It, 40, 40 years, 40, <laughs> 40 years later, <laughs> they made that 11 day journey. Um, you know, so they'd get set out and all of a sudden they were focusing on, Oh man, life was so much better back in Egypt. We had better food. We had better this. Yeah. We were working and life kind of sucked, but all the good things, you know, remember the good stuff we had in Egypt. We, we really should be back there and God would be like, you know what? Take another lap. And they get going and he'd provide for them and they'd start complaining and start complaining. You know what? Take another lap, take another lap, take another. And so God's going to keep you in that problem until you take your eyes off the problem, start focusing on him and start trusting that he's going to deliver you out of the problem into the promised provision Amen. that he said he was going to do for you. That's yes. right. In Proverbs 18, 20 says, with the fruit of a man's mouth, his stomach will be satisfied. With the product yeah. of his lips, he will be satisfied. Verse 21 says, death and life are in the power, the power of, of the, the tongue. tongue. Yes, amen. <laughs> and he who loves it will eat its fruit. Now, yes, so, yeah. I, was, I feel led to tell you guys a story. A Please few do. weeks ago, I was um, going through deliverance and... God's called me to be a taster of people's fruit. And that can be good or bad. Fruit of people's ministry, their prayers, how they are received. Sometimes I, I just test them a little bit. Like, what do you hear from God when you're praying? Um, I'll ask hard questions and I'll taste fruit. A lot of it's good. A lot of it is not. Mm-hmm. So um, I was reading this book about deliverance called The Secrets to Deliverance by Alexander Pagani. And um, I woke up the morning after reading a, a couple book. chapters from that book. And I had a pear and oatmeal for breakfast. I immediately became very sick and threw up many times Ooh. a pear. I hadn't eaten that much fruit. Physically, I hadn't eaten that much fruit. It wasn't possible for me to throw up a pear eight times. Mm. One pear. But the Lord told me, this is you purging the bad fruit of my people. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And wow. It was a literal physical purge. Mm-hmm. So death and life are in the power of the tongue. Those who love it will eat its fruit. If you eat bad fruit, if God's called you to be a taster of people's fruits, like he's called me to be, then you're going to need a purge. Right. And often, Ooh, I can hopefully preach right you don't now. even digest some of the fruit of some of these people's ministries and some of these people's lives because it's not authentic. 
it's mm-hmm. very artificial. It's like buying into a thick coat of wax on a small mm-hmm. apple. You know, it's not good for you. Yeah. And you know what? Jesus uh, says buy organic. I was kidding. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll tell you something, Lily. You know, when you let something, it, you know, you're God's temple. You know, we're the temple of the Lord, right? Our bodies Come are the on. temple of the Lord. So God was, was letting you purge it because this is his temple and he knows how precious that is to you because he's got a relationship with you and you know how precious it is to you and, and what he's brought you through. So he wouldn't let that stay in you. He wouldn't let you digest that. Mm-hmm. How amazing yeah. is that? That's the God we serve. Yeah. Yeah. He protects us in all ways, even if it means throwing up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's and, right. And uh, oh, go ahead. Go oh, ahead. No go, no, go ahead. You go ahead. After you. Oh, but if Miss Donna, if I get started, <laughs> you, I want you yeah, to finish that. Hold thought. on, hold on. If either of you guys get started, <laughs> I know you both. <laughs> those are those are facts right there, Lily. Yeah, one hundred percent. But Michael, you you got something to say, baby? Go for it now. You know, okay. I think of a Disney cartoon where there was a poisoned apple ready for someone to be a victim of. And then it also reminds me of the passage in Galatians when Paul asked the Galatians, who bewitched you? Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and that's right before we start talking about spiritual fruit. Right. Okay. And, and, and so now I'm just, you know, Donna, now we're just thinking systematically here, but you know, we know we know them by their fruit. That's right. And yes, and if Matthew you seven. if yes. if we are if the Lord throws up because Lily Lily that was a prophetic act, yes. and so if the Lord throws up at bewitched fruit, right? Because what Paul mm-hmm. is talking about there in Galatians is legalism and holier than thou sneaking in right that's right and and it bewitched them that means that was that was that was real poison apple witchcraft in there there's real poison fruit in there and so one of and 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 donna you know this goes into the other thought the lord's been what donna i have a word for you (laughs) oh please okay (laughs) so so here's here's something really cool that I've been seeing this whole time. We haven't been able, we haven't had a window to dive into it until right here because Donna was just talking about uh, listeners and watchers. That relationship is a really good taste tester relationship. It's like, it's like relationship is, Oh, it's a dipstick for, for the oil, you know? And, and, And if you have a, if you have the dipstick, you can check, to see where your oil's at, right? In an engine. Okay. Yeah. Donna, you had mentioned back that I believe it was Patrick that came to help you guys. Yeah, yeah Patrick Collins, yes. You know, and, and we uh, we're, we're, uh, we have a, a Tuesday night group called Prophetic Gathering Place, PGP. And we're going through Galatians, but we're going through uh, the Bible uh, from the perspective of Galatians. Yeah. And... So we, we really try and keep it um, 
systematic and, and get that big, uh, nutritious, uh, scoop of the word there. Yeah. So what I saw, and I think you saw this too, but the anointing on your life brings in tasting and seeing that the Lord is good discipleship. Thanks. Patrick, Patrick, Hey, you want to go have a great time and serve? Go with Bob and Donna down to Florida, <laughs> you know? And, 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 and so that's a sign to you of your fruit that, that, you know, you first met that young man when he was a little guy and now he's not, and he's a, he's a young man able to serve, you know, if I listen correctly. Yes. And, and so the Lord just wanted me to encourage you, like the anointing and, and the widespread tree of the fruit of your anointing. Hey, you know, he, I believe he went there to serve. You know, I don't think you paid him much. I'm sure you probably tried to do what you could. But, I tried. But he, he came, wouldn't. <laughs> he came for the discipleship. He came for the service, you know. And and I'm I'm sure you and Bob imparted into him. And that's just how discipleship works. And and so when when um when we step out into spiritual ministry, when we step out into ministry in faith and in boldness, like like Paul did after after that angel visited him and completely changed his perspective on that shipwreck. Now we're really tying some bows. See, because Paul also had people with him. You know, uh, we were just reading in, in Galatians that uh, the first time he goes up to Jerusalem, he goes up to visit with Cephas and he does get a visit with James, uh, the Lord's brother. Okay, but the next time, which is years later, the next time he goes up with, to Jerusalem, he has two of his own with him. Yeah. See, see, yeah. he grew. He grew in the Lord. Right, right. And he and disciples like caught on. I gotta go. With, I gotta go with Paul's ministry here. Yeah. I gotta go travel with Paul. I gotta go do like the Lord's calling me. I have to go serve Paul. And so, so that's a heavy anointing, Donna. That's that's a that's an Elijah and Elisha anointing. That's a that's a Paul. You said you wanted to be Paul. Yeah. You said you want to be Paul. You're. You're you have a Pauline anointing. That's an apostolic <laughs> anointing, where where young Patrick comes up and, or you know maybe not so young these days, but Patrick's like, hey, I'm gonna go serve. Well, that's what Titus. That's what Titus and Barnabas. I mean, Barnabas and Paul were sent out, and then there was that discipleship process there. Uh, Barnabas and Saul starts out, and then just a few verses later, it shows what happens in their discipleship. But but Titus gets scooped up, and and. Uh, he and Tim are some of the most, um, you know, fruitful uh, uh, development of God and byproducts of Paul the, and Jesus yeah. and gifts to the church. Yeah. And so whether we um, uh, 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 are byproducts of discipleship or, or discipleship comes to us, this and whether it's in a service plan or or it's uh or you guys are stepping out in ministry together, it doesn't matter. It's all ministry, right? Uh, this is how they see our love. They know that's which is fruit, right? Spiritual fruit. Yes. yes. They know that we're Christians by our love, especially especially when people start following you, especially when the anointing of Jesus is on you in such a way. Where people are following you, and like I got to yeah. check out what this, what this, this 
woman of God <laughs> and her husband, man of God, is about. So there you go, Donna. I hope that encourages um, you. Oh, that did. Thank you. That that really did. You know, because so many times my husband looked back at the pictures from the beginning to when we left, and he said, "I don't even know how I did that." You know, wow. and and then the couple that came that you know we really just struck up more of a relationship after I even left the area and went into missions. You know, she was in Fort Walton Beach the whole time, you know. So it was just so strange how Amen. all of that happened. And it's amazing. But, you know, it's it, the thing about all of that. The goodness of our father, if we just follow what we know to be is right. You know, when someone comes up to us and, and they'll say, like, sometimes people come up and say, oh, I'm a Christian. I'm sorry, you guys, you can tell me that, but right. I'm going to look at the fruit of your life because God didn't tell me to judge the person. He told me to judge the fruit. That's what he says in Corinthians. Yep. You judge the fruit. And, and if the fruit is good, then you know, you know, that they're okay. And another thing, that relationship thing works both ways. Who do you have a relationship with? You know, what is your, who do you go to? What is your your go-tos and, and, and what is the relationships you're building? Because if they're not with God, you're going to have a hard time because it's like um, Lily purging that bad fruit. You've got to make sure who you are with is a, and, and is praying with you about the deep issues in your life and especially ministry and just um, being used of God. They need to be walking with the Lord, it don't mean any of us are perfect, but they at least need to be walking with the Lord or you're going to have a problem. Watch those relationships. Build relationships with people, but be careful who you attach yourself to. Mm -hmm. because, because that, I mean, you know, it's like we were talking about legalism. I, I tend to run. I grew up in church. My daddy was a preacher in the South. Okay, you know, I'm like, he, so, so yeah, so, okay, so, you know, and there was a spotlight on our, our house, you know, especially with, with me and my sister. We were crazy and my brother, and he was a lot older than us. But but um, we just kind of caused all kinds of havoc. And, um, so the local prostitute, I don't know if I said this in the first one. Came you to did. Our, yeah. And so, and Daddy would have the ladies from the, that sat in the back end of the church come around and greet her and tell her that, they were happy she was there and they were looking forward to her coming back because he knew that they didn't like her being there, but he wanted them to know how to be the hands and feet of Christ, how to do it. And they had the opportunity to reject it or to receive it. And we need to be willing to reject the right things and receive the right things. Good. And Everything must line up with the word of God. If it even goes off a hair, it's a hair too much. Mm. We must keep our eyes on Jesus. He's the only one that can lead us in those moments. Yes. And yeah, and thank you, you know, for that, Michael. I just, we just was amazed at how God showed up and, and it blessed that community. And everybody's talking about, did you see? what Robbie's family's doing for her at her house. I wow. mean, the, the chief of police came and, and
and talked with my sister and said, what is all this going on? You know, and my sister said, well, I'm going to tell you, it's my sister. She come to help me and her husband. And, and, and then they're, they've got friends that, that love them and they've come to help. And he, she said, and I'm getting my roof fixed and I'm getting all this stuff taken away that they didn't take away and all this other stuff fixed that wasn't fixed. And it's every time my husband found one problem, he found two more. So nothing was done right. Right. It was so unbelievable. My sister's power bill is like $400 a month and she does not use like, she's like really wise with it. Yeah. Yikes. And, um, and it, and it turned out that she only had two cups that was connected. The others were closed off and no insulation in Florida. Wow. So, but see, she had to endure that. Like we were talking, you know, you, yeah. you, you were talking about what they had to endure. God didn't take the sea away. He rolled it. He rolled it to part. He parted it. Yep. It's, but it was still there. They had to walk through it. He don't often take the problem, but he'll part the way to make you to help you go through it. Right. But you got to put one foot in front of the other. He's not going to do that for you. Because God well, and, gave, gave us a choice. And <clears throat> Amen. Don, did were you saying you had you passed three kidney stones while down there? In one week, the very last week. So that is exactly the point when I, I was receiving what was going on there. Like God showed me your anointing that you were a widespread tree full of awesome fruit. People want to come and be like, hey, I'm going to go help out Donna and her family. So we, because I, I just wanted to make sure and add that in. At that point, the Holy Spirit was like. <laughs> yeah. And the one thing I hate more than anything is what I had every day that last week, and that was nausea. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It was like you were on a ship, and you were seasick. Yeah, I know. And my sister, you know, knew that I had all this stuff wrong with my back and everything. And you know how the Lord touched me? It's coming up on one year, July 12th, and I haven't had to use the cane. And, um, yes, that's right. praise God. And she was watching me one day, and she goes, Donna? God, really? Straighten your back. <laughs> and, I, and I said, well, I, you know, even though I still have some pain issues that's going on, God hasn't completed it. I don't know why, but that's okay. I know he is. I'm just going to keep going like I'm just fine. And and it's just, it's a matter of faith, you guys. Yep. Walk in faith. Don't walk in your circumstances. Don't walk in your feelings. Feelings make great servants, but terrible masters. They will rule and destroy your life. Feelings are not what we're to go by. God says anything that is not a faith is sin in Romans. Mm -hmm. Because we've got to receive it in faith, walk in it, even though we don't see the God we serve. One day Praise God. Gonna, yeah. Wow. 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 <laughs> oh, I will. So I'm going to hate to leave y'all here soon, but um, that's okay. I was just going to say, maybe we should uh, throw in some final thoughts and we'll have you pray and we can let you get going. So yeah. um, let's start off with uh, Lily. What are your final thoughts here? Hmm. Um, 
I'm still digesting that word Donna gave me to be completely Receive honest with, with you. Receive it with faith. <laughs> and let me just say, the fruit's very tasty of it. <laughs> oh, <good>. no, but, um, <laughs> Yeah, it's nothing I'm going to have to purge. <laughs> good, thank um, God. <laughs> but, um, I'm just so blessed to hear more of your recent story. Because I know... Um, one of the biggest leaps I have, I've had to take is sharing a testimony that I was currently in. So I got called up to share a testimony in front of a couple hundred people in a youth group. And it was about something I was currently struggling with. And mm. that was anxiety due to familial circumstances. And I didn't want to. Last minute, I was like, well, I can just share an old testimony. I remember that one that happened a couple of years ago. And, you know, it's done and over. I know I came through it victoriously. I know how that story ended. So can I just share that one, Lord? And he said, no, mm. because you need to have faith that you're going to come out this victorious That's right, too. girl. <laughs> and you need to not be scared of leading people astray if something bad happens in your life because your faith needs to be stronger than that mm. so i had that ridiculous fear that you know if i don't come out of this circumstance victoriously then god's name's going to be defiled and everything else that's gone on in my life will come to ruin and i'll bring mm. shame to god mm. and he brought me past that so when I hear someone sharing a current struggle, a current testimony, a story of how God saved them that's still developing, there's instant respect and admiration from my soul to theirs. Mm. Amen. So that's why I'm thinking when you're sharing all these things you're currently struggling with and going through instead of stuff that happened 20 years ago. Mm. There's so much respect and admiration I have for you mm -hmm. because you have faith that you will come out of it victoriously. And thus far you have, but uh, the story is not over yet. And that's oh, okay. No. We can still tell it before it's finished. So that's, that's my awesome. final thought. That's right, <laughs> baby. That's awesome. What you do is you look in the mirror every day and you say, I'm coming out and devil day, nothing <laughs> you can do about it. Amen. And that's Will the way do. you go. That's right. <laughs> Michael, final thoughts. Well, Heath, I hope we don't have any copyright infringements with this episode. <laughs> <laughs> We've done some songs on this episode. <laughs> well, I don't think Crowder are mine. <laughs> yeah, I don't. You know him? Can we get him on the show? <laughs> No, I'm just, I'm so thankful. Um, you know, Donna, it honestly reminds me of uh, my, we, uh, my grandparents, they're, they're in a house now. And, and part of a growing up experience for me and my siblings back in the day was um, going over to this house because it was a repo. And so it was a family project to get grandma and grandpa in this house and get it, you know, re, you know, redone and nice for him. And, um, and that just took, it was just, it was miserable. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
that, that, that was a growing process. That we were all young, like teenagers at the time, and yeah, and it was a grind. I'm sure it was a grind for my parents getting us all over there, going, oh, "We have to go over there and work more." Oh my goodness! <laughs> and um, and so, you know, and and it wasn't even. There was a lot more to that house than just a re a refab project. It was um. Um, there was, there was some, dem- that was a demonic house too. Like it, mm-hmm. it uh, we, we had a, a couple ministers come over and, and bless it and, and, uh, and, uh, you know, holy water and oil. There you <laughs> it needed go. Both. It needed both. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I was learning about spiritual warfare too, you know, in the midst of that also. And, um, but it just reminded me of that, like that, that experience of, of, you know, God does that to us. Like the word says, do not grieve the Holy spirit. Mm. And like how many times when he comes over to work on the house, he comes over to do the refab project. He comes over to, uh, now Donna in the psychology world, you guys say you're like an onion and there's layers, right? Well, they do, yeah. Some people, yeah. I not, say, I don't, not I anointed don't say that. Ministers, yeah, anointed ministers stay away from the onion one. Yes, I've heard that. But to those who are unaware, actually, we're more like a pearl. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. And yes. God is in the middle of the pearl. And, and he's that's gonna what chip. I use. That's Come on. what I use. Come oh, on. Oh, my goodness. In, in that sand and all this stuff that yes. makes that pearl so shiny and beautiful. That's right. That's right. And we also have a pearl of great price. And it's yes. that painful testimony. It's that chunk of sand. It's that it's yeah. that uh, family of origin story. And that sand, it works in there just like a clam. You know, that clam gets a, a hurt. Mm-hmm. And, and it's mm-hmm. a chunk of sand. And it works in there. And it's a pearl. It turns into a pearl. pearl. And, oh. and to get that pearl out of a clam, you have to pry it open and kill it. Yep. Okay. So everyone listening, be careful of who you give your pearl to. You share Ooh, that testimony yeah. with. Be careful. But, yes. But that's just a sidebar sermon there. What, where I'm going with that is this, Donna. We're not onions. We're pearls. Amen. And and Jesus, when you invite Jesus in, we invite Holy Spirit in, that sanctification process starts happening where we become into the image. Yes, I said not like the image. Become into the image of Christ. Okay? Yes. When he's doing that, he's chipping chunks away at the pearl. Keep chipping away, Lord, right? Like, it's right. it's not. And so we may grieve him. I mean, we are all guilty of grieving the Holy Spirit, but <laughs> we right. may grieve him. And he comes over today for your, for your chipping project, for your uh, house refab project. We're going to knock down this wall. We're going to take out this, this moldy wall, this ingrowth here in, in your house. Because you gave him the keys. Because yes. you gave him, you said, Lord, clear out my closets, Lord. Lord, move into every room, Lord. Lord, yeah. more, Lord, more. And you, and then he goes, all right, I'm bringing the tools. And uh, I'm sorry, son. We we got to take out this bathroom today. <laughs> you guys just have a tool belt? You guys just have a tool belt? I got a bulldozer. <laughs> I mean, well. 
<laughs> well, I like I like those little skid steers myself, but um, I, I I do like a bulldozer too. But, but and I do have a toolbox, and I do use the pearl analogy. I don't use that stupid onion thing. And I'm yeah, like, I know that is Doctor Donna Wilcox talking. Amen. <laughs> and so, just to the listeners, uh, and and Doctor Donna can validate for for Michael over here. But, uh, yes, just <laughs> preach it. Just to the listeners out there, guys, sanctification is a process. Yes. Uh, Holy Spirit is literally in control of the refab project. And so like Donna was explaining, with kidney stones and with Florida <laughs> humidity and with no insulation and, with my, and, and, and it still causes the sisters and the brothers to praise Jesus and tell the constable and tell this and that. <laughs> That I got a refab project going on. That's the now word of this episode. I got a refab project going on, and it's worth celebrating Jesus as as Donna also exhorted us to do. And and guys, not every burden and pain is from Satan. Amen. 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 All right. So really quick, my final thoughts. Just two quick things, then Donna, we'll ha we'll have you pray us out here. Sorry, um, so, so no, no, you're fine. Uh, first, first thing is <laughs> that. I just wanted to confirm the word Michael gave you. I definitely got the Holy Spirit confirmation on that. So yes, you are totally anointed and blessed. And you are one of those people that like you say, Hey, I need something. And I could, I'd be like, Hey, Donna, I'll, I'll come help you. Um, just because, just because of who you are. And, and that's something that, that I just absolutely love about you. Your personality, your, your anointing is so thick that like you can't help, but just love you and just want to come along with you, whatever you're doing. Um, and the second thing, you know, a little bit ago, you talked about it's so important about the people you hang around with and it's it's actually stated that you know show me the five people you hang around with and i'll show you your future and so yeah. there there is there is importance to surrounding yourself with a good faith-based bible believing holy spirit filled you know group around you that's willing to to lock arms with you to stand in faith with you to battle in the spirit realm in prayer with you and so that that is such a key thing guys to make sure that the people you're surrounding yourself with and that's why a lot of people say well when i came to christ i lost friends i lost whatever that's right because that's those right. people were going to drag you down a road that you didn't need to be and keep you from the calling that god had on your life and so find those people lock arms with yes. those people all right. With that, Donna, if you would pray for our listeners, um, we'll uh, we'll get you out of here. All right. Well, before I pray, I just I want to say. Be on watch because the enemy does not like where God's going to take this. OK, be on watch and just know who you serve. You're you're not worried about the enemy's agenda. We don't care about it. You stay on God's agenda. You do like Paul did. You stay on God's agenda. And he is going to make a way where there seems to be no way. Mm -hmm. And that's not just a song. It is a fact. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father. Oh, dear Lord Jesus. What a good God you are. Lord, I just cannot praise you enough for who you are and who, Lord, who you are to each and every one of us individually, Lord. How you show up, Lord, when you don't even have to, but because you love us. And when you see us, you see the blood of Christ 
You do not see our faults or our problems or what we did wrong. You see Jesus' blood that covers every sin, every mistake, and wipes it away. Lord, your word says that when, when we call on you and we ask for forgiveness, you send those sins as far as the east is from the west and remember them no more. No more. Hallelujah. What kind, of, what kind of a God do we serve? An awesome God is what we serve. Thank you. Yes. Thank what you. kind of a Jesus? What kind of a Jesus do we lift our hands to? One who is loving and kind and giving, but also one who is loves us enough to discipline and point us in the right direction. Who cares enough? So, Father, I pray if anyone's out there listening and they don't know you, Lord, I pray that they are just drawn to just throw their hands up, pull the car over to the side of the road and throw their hands up and say, I don't know who you are, but I need you in my life. And, Lord, I know you will show up and you'll show out. Yes. And, Lord, I thank you for that. And, God, I pray for everyone on, on this committee right here, Lord. Or this is your committee. This is your team. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. This is yours, God. So, Father, I pray a hedge of protection around them. Thank you, Jesus. Father, Jesus. I pray that the fire that may be raging about them, just like, just like your Meshach, give me the words. Uh, Shadrach, Meshach, Shadrach, Meshach. Daniel. Thank you. That Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Lord, Father, and Daniel, what he went through. Lord, the lion's den, I pray, Lord, just like that, they're going to feel your very presence. And they're not even going to have a hair on their head singed. And, Father, I thank you that that will happen in faith, believing, because that lines up with your word according to what you say. We are to pray and we are to believe. And Father, I thank you that for those who's going to be saved through this um, Rocky Mountain Revival Radio, Lord, I thank you that the salvation is going to come. Lord, the beginnings of knowing you in a relationship with you is coming through the voices on Rocky Mountain Revival Radio, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, for the lives that's going to be touched. There's going to be more testimonies coming from Michael and from Lily and from Ethan. And from he, Lord, so many more testimonies that will blow everybody away, but they'll just be smiling because they just walk the walk and talk the talk. Because, Father, that's what you call us to do. You say go. You say go. And, Lord, we say send us. We say send us, Father. Whether it be down the street, across the street, in our stores, whatever it may be. Father, I send us. Send us, Lord. I say to you, send me. I'll go. If I have to go dragging, I'll go. It doesn't matter. And I thank you, Lord, that you will answer those prayers. And they may have a cost, but I will not sacrifice anything to my Lord that does not cost me something. It should cost us something. And I thank you for this. Thank you for the anointing I feel right now. Lord, I could just go run a mile, and I don't like to run or sweat, and you know it. So, Lord, I just thank you right now for that anointing that I feel. And I just give you praise in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit who is in us 
and who is going to come and just reveal himself in many ways through our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Wow. Thank you, Donna, so much. So much. I am, again, like we said before, we are so blessed and honored to have had you here tonight with us, taking some time out of your schedule to just come hang with us and and brag on God a little bit. (laughs) And and so just just wanted to, again, extend an invitation to come back whenever you like. You are welcome. You are are more than welcome here. And we just love you. We thank you. And um, we are we've been blessed by your time. For sure. Thank you. I love y'all, and uh, we're gonna get some comedy going on here soon. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. God we bless look, y'all. We look forward to it. God bless you. Have a good okay. night. Okay. All right, y'all too. Now. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Five years, Lily. <laughs> oh yeah, I hear you. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, again, we just thank Dr. Donna Grant Wilcox for joining us today. And um, that I can't even put into words how amazing this turned out to be. And, you know, we we never want to close a close a show anymore without giving guys opportunity to get right with Jesus, have a relationship with him. We talk about it a lot on the show about relationship, about knowing God, about knowing your identity, about knowing your calling, about knowing your gifts, but it starts with a simple surrender and repentance and, and getting right with him. And the the amazing thing about this, I was reminded today that the amazing thing about Jesus, that his forgiveness is a hundred percent. It's not 98. It's not 99.9%. It is 100%. So that moment you, you surrender and you say, God, I I can't anymore. I can't do it my way. I got to do it your way. Forgive me my sins. He's going to forgive you 100% of everything. Okay. He's not going to hold little things back and use it against you later. He's going to separate it from you as far as the East from the West. And so if today's the day for you, today's the day that you said, I've had enough. There's got to be a better way. There is a better way. And that's with him. And all you've got to do is say the simple prayer. We're going to say it together with you um, because we don't believe you should be doing it alone. At any point in this walk, you shouldn't do it alone. You should have someone come alongside you, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But first, if today's the day, I want you to close your eyes, bow your head, and from your heart, repeat after me. And we're going to say, Dear God. Dear God. Dear God. I know that I have sinned. I know I've sinned. sinned. But I believe but I believe that Jesus died in my place. That Jesus, Jesus died, in, died my in my place. And God, you raised him from the dead. Lord, God, you, you raised, raised him, from, him the from the dead. And so Jesus, I confess. So Jesus, Jesus I, confess I confess that you are Lord. You are Lord. You are Lord. Please be Lord of my life. Please, Please be, be Lord, Lord of my, of my life. life. Wash away my sin. Wash Wash away my my sin sin. and give me the power to follow you. And give me the power to follow you. Give me the power to follow you. Amen. Amen. Now, guys, if you said that simple prayer, we believe that you were born again, and we would love to share in this with you. You can write us at prayer at rmr.live, and we'd be happy to celebrate with you and welcome you to the family. I've got a Excuse me, a little gift I'll send you as well to welcome you to the family. If you don't want to share with us, that's fine, but make sure you share it with somebody. And then, of course, after that, we recommend that you get yourself into a good uh, Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Holy Spirit-filled church so that, again, you're not walking this walk alone because one thing that's going to happen is you make this decision, the enemy's going to come along and start paying attention. 
because he wants to keep you from your calling and the and the gifts and the plans to prosper you that God has for you. And so you're going to want to walk this walk with somebody. You know, and if you don't have a good church in your area, you don't know one, you can write me at host.heath at rmr.live, and I'd be more than happy to help you find one. And if not, we've got some online resources we can plug you into in the meantime till we can find you one. But either way, we want to make sure that you're walking this walk with somebody. Don't do it alone, okay? You made the decision, so speak up, okay? And remember, you are 100%, 100% forgiven once you confess with your heart and your mouth that he's Lord and that you've messed up and you need him. He's got you. Yep. And your life's never going to be the same. And I'm not going to promise you it's going to be easy because I can tell you it's not. It's not always easy. But it's going to be worth it because your eternal life hangs in the balance with this decision. Okay? So don't put it off. Say that prayer if you haven't. And with that, guys, I just want to thank each and every one of you for joining us today. I want to thank again our guest, Dr. Donna Grant Wilcox. It is always such a pleasure to have her on the show. I laugh and just uh, get hit with the Holy Spirit the whole time she's here. And so it's a blessing for me when she's here. I know it's a blessing for Michael and Lily. Um, and we hope that she's a blessing to you guys as well. And, you know, if you, if you really liked today's content and and chatting with Donna a little bit. We encourage you to share the content out with your friends, your family, your loved ones, your co-workers, your boss, your old neighbor, because sharing is caring, guys. Sharing is caring. And remember, check out rmr.live for all the latest information and updates about the show. Like and subscribe to the show's YouTube and Rumble pages. Smash that subscribe button. Smash it, because the vast majority of our viewers watching are not subscribers. Why? Why do you not do that? Because if you don't subscribe, you don't know when we post new stuff. I mean, come on. It's a no-brainer. Get notified. Uh, also, follow us on all the socials, Facebook, Twitter, Truth, Rumble, all the things. It's out there. You guys know that. And podcast listeners, thank you very much for tuning in around the globe. I love saying that. You guys keep tuning in and tuning up for everything we're putting out there. And for a list of those podcast providers, we do have that down below in the show description. There's about 12 of them. Actually, yeah, 12 of them. Um, so check out that list if you'd rather uh, listen and not watch. That's We understand. We're, there's no judgment here, no condemnation here. Although we don't know why you wouldn't want to watch, just saying. But, you know, your choice. Exactly. It's your We're choice. very pretty. <laughs> we are. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, one thing, actually two things I did not do at the top of the this broadcast was mention a shout-out to Rachel Storm and Destiny Music for the music that's playing underneath us right now, actually. And at the beginning of the show, uh, we just love and appreciate Destiny Music for uh, all their partnership with us and just allowing us to to use their stuff and, and you know, it, we've got a great relationship with them. So we love them. Thank you, Rachel. And the other thing I did not mention, and I cannot believe I did not do it, um, you know, this this tumbler that I cannot get on screen and the shirt that Michael's wearing are available for purchase on the Rocky Mountain 5 Radio and Waymaker merch store. That's right, guys. It's live. It's live. It's up. And that's going to be shop.rmrr.live. And we do have some more products that will be coming uh, down the pike, uh, some ball caps and polos, some other things. But right now, there's stuff out there that you can purchase to support Rocky Mountain Revival Radio. And finally, guys, if uh, you are blessed by this ministry and the teachings that we're bringing to you and the content we're bringing to you and you feel led to donate, there are links to do so on the website uh, uh, in the show description down below. And they are going to be right about Lily's chin, actually, as we're talking about it right now. And remember that all of your donations are going to go to support hosting fees, software, equipment, wherever the Holy Spirit directs us. Like we... Um, 
We do have um, a partnership with Redemption Squad. We do have the flag available through the Tithely app to donate to Donna's Mystery. And all of her contact information, all of her links will be in the show description below. Um, as far as her book and the website and Project Hope, um, her YouTube page, all of that will be in the, in the description below. So make sure to support Donna as well. Excuse me, guys. Yes. Um, and again, the Tithely app is going to make it really easy for you to partner short-term, long-term, monthly, whatever. Um, again, you can select where it goes. There's there's plenty of choices there to, to help direct what you want to feed your money into. And finally, guys, remember to get yourself into a good Bible-believing, Bible-teaching, Holy Spirit-led church. Plug into groups and discipleship opportunities and serve in any possible way that you can. We thank you all for joining us. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Lily. Have a great week, everyone, and be blessed. Bye. Thank you for listening to Rocky Mountain Revival Radio. 